Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. Hey, everybody. It's Kristen and Mary Fran, and today we are KS and MFB because we have a mega, mega superstar on the show for you today. We have JLD, John Lee Dumas. We have been following him, learning from him for years. He, his work helped me transform my work. He is just absolutely extraordinary in terms of the things that he teaches you, but also just as a person, we know you are going to love John Lee Dumas as much as we do. He is the head of Fire Nation. He has the EO Fire podcast that has had over 2,000 episodes, and we can also uh, find him at eofire.com. You guys, he is bringing the heat. Here we go with John Lee Dumas. Buckle up, people. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brilliantly Resilient Live. We are on fire today. (laughs) We have one of my favorite people, one of Mary Fran's favorite people, in the house, in the Brilliantly Resilient Tribe today. Be careful. You're going to catch fire today. We got JLD in the house. What's up, JLD? Yo, I am fired up to be here. Welcome from lovely Puerto Rico, where the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and hold up, one of your favorites? Like, I was promised that I was your number one favorite. I'm out of here. Well, the cat's out of the bag. All the other guests from Brilliantly Resilient. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're so excited. We're so excited to have you here. We have, we have been learning from you for years. And then we literally have had some places where we're a little stuck. We've got people that are stuck and we're like, who can help us with this? John Lee Dumas. You are the guy. You are the man. Yes. We have so many things that we want to talk to you about today, but I think... The first one that we really want to jump into that is such a relevant word these days is resilience. You know, we both have had our personal sucker punches um, and now the whole world's in this collective sucker punch. So like what role has resilience played not only in the creation of EO Fire and of your work, but like now that everybody's reeling, how do you guide people and tell them to use that skill to keep on going? It's a great question. It's a fantastic word. I'm glad that you guys are highlighting it because it's critical to understand the importance of what it means to be resilient. And there's a reason why when I sat down now eight years ago, as I was crafting out, what is my interview flow going to look like for Entrepreneurs on Fire? I'm going to have a daily podcast. I want to have you know, the same questions that are really impactful, that are evoking amazing stories out of every single one of my successful guests. What are those questions going to be? And one question that I think really made the show was I had every one of my guests, and this was for the first 2000 episodes, by the way. So for the first five and a half years of Entrepreneurs on Fire, I asked every one of my guests, tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment. Mm -hmm. ever. Tell us that story. 
And that was such a revealing part of every episode because you'd have these wildly successful entrepreneurs who a lot of people looked up to and admired and were, you know, trying to achieve that level of success. And then you'd have them just like open up and tell this devastating entrepreneurial story of the time that they just got sucker punched in business. Some of them, you know, opened up and, and, and shared a really devastating life story. Mm-hmm. And the key thing was they were on Entrepreneurs on Fire, not because of that worst moment, but because they were resilient enough after that worst moment and that worst time in their life business-wise to get back up and try again. And for a lot of them, they learned amazing lessons during that moment. And that's why they actually became the success that they were and were being featured on my show because I was always looking for the most successful and the most inspiring entrepreneurs, but every single one of them without fail had a worst entrepreneurial moment that they told in depth. And I think it was so important for the listeners to hear that guess what? Like that is part of everybody's journey is getting sucker punched, you know, falling down, failing, flopping. I've experienced it multiple times, but every one of my guests, you know, no matter how successful they were, had and sometimes the more successful they were, the more times they had and the more stories yeah. they had about those worst mm-hmm. moments. But it always came back to them being resilient, getting up again and swinging that bat and eventually connecting and hitting that, you know, single, double, home run, or sometimes grand slam on that very next swing. And I think that that is the reason that, well, there's a million reasons, but I think that's the number one reason. I know that's why I love the show and why I learned so much, but I think that's what, what is so strong in your community and why your community is so ginormous because it just, you know, we want to see all those successful traits and what they, what people did to succeed. But when you hear that they were down and out like you are too, and, and it makes everybody come together like a, um, it's just a tribe vibe that, that we really all need to know that people do fail and you get back up. Yeah. Tribe vibe. Had, You're coming up with all the great words today. Isn't it right? great? Isn't yeah. it great? How you bond, baby? <laughs> we had a guest on our show once and we said, she was talking about her failure and we were like, yeah, we love a good screw up because all these people have screw ups. And when yeah. the, and this idea that you were talking about, and that kind of actually leads into another question. Like we say, you know, being brilliantly resilient requires action. And that is one of your things. Like you just said, you got to get up and you got to keep swinging the bat. So given this environment where nobody knows what direction to point the bat in, like, because the rules seem to have changed, how do you advise people to get up and take action when like, everybody's like, what the heck do we do now? (laughs) You know, for me, it's just like, listen, you're a human being. You're going to have doubts. You're going to have fears. You're going to have struggles, obstacles, and challenges. Like that is part of life. There's never been a human being throughout the 70,000 years of homo sapiens that hasn't gone through some form of struggle, obstacle, and challenge. So when that happens, just be like, wow, how lucky am I to be alive? Because, you know, one of my favorite individuals um, that I listen to a lot consume his content is Gary Vaynerchuk. And he loves, loves to say, like, you're literally a 400 trillion to one odds of you just being alive. So you're literally going to let, like, somebody who cuts you off in traffic, like, ruin your day when you literally are, are – are the living, breathing lottery tickets that is life. And so, you know, perspective is so huge and so important. And I think like me going back, 
Um, it's one of the most powerful things that helped me launch a business in the entrepreneurial space, which is so difficult because I was scared. I was, you know, I had so many doubts and fears about what my business could possibly become. I had no idea what, what the future was. I mean, looking back in hindsight, it's easier to be like, okay, like things were probably going to work out. It, it wasn't like that when you launch anything. Yeah. But my perspective was, man, I spent 13 months in Iraq as an officer in the U.S. Army in a war zone in charge of 16 men, four tanks. You know, four of my 16 soldiers gave the ultimate sacrifice and, you know, did not return, you know, from that tour of duty. I mean, that's real. I mean, that's devastating. Is somebody leaving a comment on my show notes page about how they don't like my voice really that bad comparatively? Right. No, it's all about perspective. So I was able to keep things in perspective. And it's not easy because we love as humans to slide out of perspective, but I really worked hard to, to keep myself in that perspective and say, how lucky are you just to wake up in your own bed, not have to go out and potentially get shot at or have a, you know, an IED explode under your vehicle. Like I'm just grateful just to be, you know, back in a safe environment and being able to work on something that I, I'm enjoying so far. And I'm going to still struggle and have obstacles and challenges, but let's keep things in that perspective. So I think that's one of the bigger lessons that I really try to keep kind of pounding into the, uh, all of my listeners and people that ask is I get it. You're scared. I get it. You have fear and you're doubt and you're struggling, but keep things in perspective. I mean, you are living in this amazing world where you at least have this chance to try. So why would you just not keep trying? I love it. I love that you mentioned Gary V. I love him. I love him. And my two boys both recently started podcasts. One's a video podcast and one's audio, right? You'll love this. So my Mitch, who's very confident in all, he's like, mom, he's doing the video one. He goes, I, I don't really want to do this. I, I think I'm going to look ridiculous. I think I'm going to, and I go, and I mentioned Gary V. I go, listen, Gary V is one of the most successful guys. Blah, blah. And he said in the first year, nobody watched his stuff. Nobody. Do it. Nobody watched it. First 500 episodes, nobody watched his stuff. I mean, that's 500 videos that he produced that nobody watched. So that's a, that was a great analogy. Yeah. 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 That's pretty funny. So when you, you were just talking about gratitude, and this was like another thing that, that Kristen and I, one of the reasons that we started this whole thing was we just really wanted to help people. We, we didn't want anybody to feel the way we felt when we had experienced our sucker punches and with all this knowledge and whatever that we've amassed, that was important to us, like a value. And you and Kate went on not too long ago and talked about the racism and, and how that is something that's really um, upsetting to you. And so I guess the question becomes, do you find in all these people that you talk to that their value system is somehow infused in their work and that helps lead them to success? I think the people that do find success, there's a straight line drawn towards what they're passionate about, what they're curious about, what excites them in this world, combined with what knowledge do they have in this world, what skills, what value can they bring. Hmm. You know, a lot of times there's one, there's a missing ingredient. It's people have one or the other. They're either just excited, passionate, and curious about something. And so that's all they have. There's no knowledge, value, or skills in the equation. And so that's just really kind of turns into a hobby for them. Like they're excited about it. They keep doing it, but there's no real value being added to the world. That's not going to turn into a business. Or the flip side, if you just have knowledge and skills and value to add to the world, 
but you're not passionate about it, you're not going to be able to keep at it long enough to win. So there has to be that combination of those ingredients into what I call the zone of fire, where you're finding that commingling of the passions with the skills, the curiosity with the value. Like that has to be part of your ingredients to really make sure that as you're going, you're going forward, that you have that through line coming back. So I do think that you're complete right there. You can always kind of draw that direct line back to people's real core values because otherwise you're just not going to be able to keep putting in the work day after day, month after month, year after year to be at it long enough to hit that tipping point. Cause the tipping point is hard to get to. And you know, it took me a long time to get there. And you know, I was one of the lucky ones for a lot of reasons that, you know, we don't have to get into now, but like the grind is real. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that leads me right to the, the one word that I want you to, to drive home to our folks here, our tribe about that one big skill of focus. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say oh. that word because man, <laughs> it's everything because listen, so many people try to be everything to everybody or so many people try to do everything in their business and they get overwhelmed and they're stressed and they're doing everything at a very mediocre level because you can only do so much. You only have so much time, energy, bandwidth. You can only become so good at something doing it a, a small fraction of your time. But the winners in this world, in entrepreneurship and business and most, most of the time in life are people that are just saying, you know what, I'm going to become best in show at this one thing. I'm going to become the best at this one thing that I am passionate about, that I can add value in. And if I can't become best in this one thing here, I'm going to niche down and niche down again until it hurts to where I can look around and say, A, I can destroy the competition because they're pretty weak here, or I'm the only competition because I look back and from the, from the exact day that I launched my podcast on launch day, I could look around and say, you know what? I am the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I am the worst daily podcast <laughs> interviewing entrepreneurs because I'm the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So I niched down until it hurts and I became the only show in town. Like think back to the 1960s where there was that one movie theater on Main Street. They could be horrible, but they got all the business because there was no place for any anybody else to go. Yep. That was me for a while because I was not good at podcasting. I was not a good interviewer, but I was the only show in town for that daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And so when you focus, when you follow one course until success, you are going to be able to become best in show. And then guess what? Once you get that initial traction, you're going to be able to broaden out and do other things. Like I didn't just stay as the daily podcast host interviewing entrepreneurs. I've since launched four journals, multiple courses, you know, done tons of joint venture launches. I'm writing my first traditionally published book right now. Sure. You know, I've done so many things and I've shifted the show to where now it's three days per week. It's not even a daily show anymore. So I don't even have that kind of same hook that got me to where, you know, I was, I did it for 2000 days in a row. So I didn't just like do a daily show for a week. I did it for five and a half years Crazy. before I shifted. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, that's wild. yeah. And totally. it's all about focus, following yeah. 
one course until success. I love that word. And I gotta, I gotta translate what you just said to our tribe in one quick way that you actually told me a few years ago about focus. And I had to niche, niche, niche down and keep talking to the blind, the moms of blind kids. because That was my thing. You told me, guess what? Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I just came off of hosting a global summit, 10 countries, People jam-packed in that Zoom room, specialists from all over the world, because I became the number one person to talk to about raising blind kids with a smile on your face. So that is such an amazing story because I'm not saying you said this, but a lot of people, when I have conversations about this, will be like, but man, if I'm just, if I'm just serving that one core, like, like I'll never have a big enough audience to like ever make. And I'm just like, that's the exact wrong attitude because we live in this world where there's seven plus billion people in this world. And if you're trying to resonate with all those people, you're going to resonate with nobody, but there's plenty of people in every niche. And you're just a perfect living, breathing example of that, where you laser focus on becoming the best. And now you became the only obvious choice for this, you know, 10,000 massive, you know, global. So, I mean, my hat's off to you. Well, yeah. thanks for the advice. Cause I was the one saying it's too small of a niche. And you're like, of course. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's and the not. proof comes from the guy who knows. So um, we got to thank you for taking time out of your super, super, super busy schedule. We are so delighted to have had you join us. You hit so many things for us that were so important for our people between the focus and the skills and the action and the values and all that stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time, JLD. We just love you. We love Fire Nation. And we're so grateful for everything we've learned from you. Twas a blast, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. And of course, prepare to ignite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Jay. Take care. Bye. <laughs> hey, everybody. Was that amazing or what? I mean, oh my God. Don Lee Dumas. It was JLD. It was JLD, fresh from Puerto Rico, where he lives. And I mean, he was everything that we thought he was going to be. He's kind, he's so smart. He's so willing to share his, his values and his work. And he hit on so many of the points that are important to us here at Brilliantly Resilient. He talked about taking action. He talked about resilience and what part that especially plays now about how you have to keep getting up and swinging the bat. I mean, he talked about focus, which is a, a big one for us. Oh, he talked yeah, about challenge. Yeah, it is our biggest challenge. Squirrel! <laughs> That's how we focus. And what else did he talk about? Oh my gosh, he talked about his, his transferable skill set. He talked about perception and perspective. Just yeah. so many things that validate everything that we talked about. All the elements of being brilliantly resilient. And here, so I just, I just think he's one of the greatest people on the planet. He serves his audience so well um, with ex extraordinary content. But here's, here's one of the reasons I love him so much. He came on to be of service for every single second that he had to be with us. And never did he, I mean, we mentioned, I think his, his products, it, I think it came up in conversation, but he didn't even yeah. say, oh, you can go get them here. He wasn't on to talk about all, he was just talking in, in um, stuff that can actually, that he could be of service and that we could learn from today. So we wanna make sure though, that you know where to go 
and get all of his, I mean, he's got the, the freedom journal, the mastery journal, the podcast journal. Yeah. Like you want to go and get his stuff. This is the guy, this is the guy you want to learn from. If you're yes. doing this kind of stuff, this is the guy that you want to learn from. Um, and again, it's very genuine. He operates from a system of values, just like we talk about all the time. So um, it's fire nation. That's what he calls his tribe is fire nation. It's eofire.com and you can find all about uh, John Lee Dumas and Entrepreneur on Fire and all the amazing stuff that he has to offer. And we just want to send out a big, huge thank you to him because he did not have to take time out of his extraordinarily busy schedule with all the heavy hitters that he knows and sees and, and interviews to talk to us. And he did. So we're very grateful for that. Cool guy. In, the house. in the house with MFB and KS. It was a good time. Go it find, was. go subscribe to the podcast, EO Fire, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm telling you, it is worth every single second that you listen. It's always value bombs. And All even right. if you're not, even if you're not an entrepreneur, I mean, this is life value bombs too. So just go and listen. Some really interesting stuff there. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, JLD. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Brilliantly Resilient Live. If you are still having issues with um, resetting and starting your rise, because we are still, you know, we take a step forward and then the world is taking us a step back, go on brilliantlyresilient.net slash freebies. And uh, we have a free download for you that I think can, can really help you start on your journey. So till next time, which will be tomorrow yeah <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the brilliantly resilient podcast join our facebook group and follow us on youtube to be inspired with tools to reset rise and reveal your brilliance